Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, take two. Good morning, guys. Well, I don't know when you're listening to this, but it's morning for me. It's Thursday morning. Full transparency, this is the second time I'm recording this episode because yesterday when I was recording, I like stopped midway because I was just, yesterday was just not my day. Okay. It was just not my day. And it kind of hit me midway through the episode and I was like, no, like this is, I don't like when it just feels forced. You know what I'm saying? And I also don't want you guys to listen and feel shitty. Like that's not the point of this. You know what I mean? So I was like, we're just going to resume this at a later date. (laughs) Um, so yeah, it is Thursday. I'm still feeling a little you know when you have like a shit day and then the next day you're just kind of like it's like an emotional hangover you know what I mean that's kind of how I feel but what is making so much noise back here I think it's my hoodie and it's like rubbing against my headphones okay yeah so I still feel a little bit you know a tiny bit off um but we're just gonna roll with it I'm so excited about this episode it's just gonna be a really chill you know me talking shit for a little bit. (laughs) I don't think it's going to be too long, but yeah, I'm just going to answer a few more of the questions that you guys sent in and actually some really good questions in here. So I'm excited about that. And yeah, that's it. Um, let's get into it. Oh, okay. Oh, also, hi, sorry. Welcome back to where's my drink. I just, you know, we're all over the place. I feel like I don't do a very good job of intros and outros. Like if you watch my vlogs, which like that's new, we started vlogging on YouTube. Um, I don't do intros and outros there either. So it's just like a weird thing, but I'm drinking uh, a white monster. That's what I'm drinking guys, because you know, I already have my coffee and it's just one of those days where nothing is slapping, you know what I mean? So just have a monster because just is what it is. Okay, let's go. Was being in a sorority like the movies? I mean, in short, no. I feel like the answer to this question will heavily vary based on who you're asking, like obviously because of everybody's individual experience, but more so because of location. Because from what I've heard, things are so different, let's say in the South um, versus where I went to school. Um, for instance, I know a lot of colleges in the South have like sorority houses and stuff like that, which is like, I think a more accurate depiction of what we see in the movies, right? Sydney White. Anyone watch that? I love that movie. But in DC where I went to school, sorority houses were like strictly not allowed. So, you know, that whole element was just not there. Um, and aside from that, like, I think recruitment and rush, which is, if you don't know, that's where... When, you, when you're going through rush, it means you're rushing to be in a sorority. So you're going through like the recruitment experience of like meeting all the different sororities and talking to all the girls and then, you know, um, coming to a mutual-ish <laughs> agreement of where you feel like you belong. So that's what rush is and recruitment. So if you hear that um, and, and you didn't know, that's what it is. So 
that experience was fucking crazy in a good way. Like, I am very happy that before I went through it, I had no idea what I was getting into. Like, yes, I have I had watched movies, right? But I, like, didn't know anything about any of the sororities on my campus. Like, I didn't know anyone in a, in a sorority. I didn't know anything about them, which I'm so happy because I had no, like, preconceived notions. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just didn't know anything. So, I truly just made my decision based on, like, okay, this is where I feel like I vibe. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, Rush was insane. Like, it just was, I don't know. I think recruitment was, like, my favorite part. It was so fun, especially being on the other side, which is also a, it's, like, kind of crazy what happens on the other side and how you, like, prepare and everything that goes, it just is wild, man. Like, it's wild. Um, but, I mean, obviously, I liked recruitment. All you do is talk to people all day. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so to answer your question, like, I don't know, I feel like movies show the same shit, right? A bunch of girls in all these, you know, cute ass houses, lots of cattiness. Um, you know, they depict rush and recruitment as like being incredibly superficial, uh, frat house parties, stuff like that. My experience, like I said, I loved rush and, um, I mean, I honestly met some of the coolest fucking people. I barely went to frat parties. Yeah, like, to be honest, I just wasn't, like, insanely involved. Like, I kind of did my own thing. Looking back, I sort of wish I was a little bit more involved, but college was kind of tricky for me because I was honestly dealing with a lot of shit. Like, I had just recently lost my dad, and I was just going through, going through it. Don't get me wrong, I had a fucking blast in college. Like, I had a blast in college, especially the last two years because that's also the thing is I was in college for three years only um and you know I I was late like I I had a gap year after high school because my dad got sick and so I was you know late quote-unquote and I feel like I felt like my experience was like rushed and I was trying to catch up because I just the thought of me being behind you know in my mind um was just unacceptable so I took like I overloaded every semester and I took classes during the summer, like online classes every summer because I wanted to graduate on time, um, which now in retrospect, I'm like, oh, dude, you, you could have just fucking relaxed. Like, it's fine. You know, I just had this rush to like be on time and be on time and whatever. Not even the point. Yeah, I had, I had so much fun. So I guess to answer your question, like, it, it, no, for me, it wasn't like in the movies. I met some of the coolest fucking people, like I said. Um, it changed my entire college experience. My college experience would not have been the same had I not joined a sorority. Um, 90% of my closest friends from college are women that I met in my sorority. Um, and I'm still close to a lot of them today. So, yeah, my experience was I loved it. I wasn't very involved, like, in all the, you know, different events and stuff like that. And, like, what was it? Like, the... I forget what it was called. Like, the executive board and stuff. Like, I wasn't really involved. But... I, yeah, I loved it. How are you so happy all the time? I felt so weird answering this question yesterday because I was obviously just not (laughs) feeling happy at all yesterday. And so I was like, wow, but what an appropriate question, right? Because when I got this question, I, and people tell me a lot like, oh, like you just always seem so happy and, and all this stuff. And I'm like, it makes me really happy that like, on one hand, it makes me really happy that you might think this, but it also makes me not happy at all because I 
hope this isn't what is like portrayed on my social media because I I think I've said this before but like I never want someone to come on my page and just feel like oh you know everything's perfect uh just one other chick you know shitting rainbows and unicorns like I just that's not what I want to show I try to show the shit days and I feel like I talk more about that here just because I don't know I feel so comfortable here and it's just easier to dive into it um but yeah, like I'm not happy every second of the day. Anyone who says they are is full of it. I'm sorry, but it's just impossible. Like I have shit moments. I have shit days. I have shit weeks. And that's why I try to share it, you know, whether it's on here or maybe a little bit on stories or something, because it just like, I just feel like it should be normalized. Like it, you know what I mean? I will say I am happy for the most part of my days. I I literally like thank God that I can even say that sentence because it hasn't always been the case but I feel like I've always been a pretty happy like positive upbeat person I was raised to be just like very grateful and to count my blessings and to be as kind you know to others as possible I'm not a robot so like you know I'm not this isn't the case 365 days a year (laughs) but for the most part you know we try and I just I don't know I think I also like my mom is just the biggest like not even just because she's my mom but like she's just the most magnetic like ray of sunshine like anyone who comes across her says it and so like I've gone through a lot of shit in my life as we all have mainly from when I was like 18 to 25 ish and it has also helped me to be able to put things and moments and situations into perspective I lean on my faith a lot which is not something that I talk about frequently because I know that religion is maybe more of a sensitive topic and I think it's also a very personal topic but I was raised Catholic and it's a very big part an important part of my life I guess right now me 27 years old July what fucking day is it July 16th I just know how precious life is so I try to like find the beautiful moments out of every day and let those mean more than the shitty ones and it doesn't work all the time like I broke down yesterday you know what I mean but I just feel so lucky to be alive I feel so lucky to wake up and like open my eyes and be healthy and have a new day I know we're in the middle of a pandemic and there are horrible things happening every second and it breaks my heart and I pray about it and but even all these things happening it makes me even more grateful and it makes me have even more perspective of how thankful I should be to be alive and to be healthy and to have an incredible mother and to have such beautiful people in my life and you know what I mean like sorry I don't mean to like drag this on but I guess I am happy because I'm just thankful to be here that's it how do you handle bad body image days okay I'm gonna take a sip for this one okay um how do I handle bad body image days In the words of Dorinda Medley, not well, bitch. (laughs) If you've seen Housewives of New York, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, this is one of the most annoying and frustrating things I deal with on an unfortunately almost daily basis. And my answer would have been so different a while ago, which is wild. But okay, so my answer is probably going to be all over the place. So bear with me. But really, really, really bad body image days. Here's what I'll try to do. I will wear something that I know doesn't make me feel some type of way. You know what I mean? Like, uh, this is not the day where I'm going to experiment and put on that new shirt and those new jeans and it's just, it's not the day that we're going to venture out, okay? It's the day that I'm going to put on the outfit that I know, that I feel comfortable in no matter what. 
maybe I don't, you know, maybe I'll put it on and I won't feel like I look good, but that's okay. I just know that I feel comfortable in this. This is something that my therapist suggested when I told her that sometimes, you know, back in the good old days when there were social events and such, um, I sometimes would skip out on going to things. Well, not sometimes, many times I would skip out on going to things because I was having just like a really bad body image day and it would take over. Every outfit I put on made me feel worse than the next and I just was like, no, you know what I mean? And so I was telling her like, this is so frustrating to me. Like, I don't want to let clothes and my fucking mind dictate my life essentially. And she was like, okay, what you need to do is you need to have on hand lots of tequila. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. She didn't say that. Um, that would be a good idea though. Um, no, she told me you need to have an outfit on hand that you know you can just rely on. Like just one or two outfits that you're like, you know, when shit hits the fucking fan, I know I can put you on and it's going to be okay. So I have that. So I'll put that on and I'll actually force myself to do things that make me feel good. Because if you think about it, well, for me, when I feel good and I'm like feeling myself, okay, I like, I'm like excited to get ready, right? Like I'm excited to get ready and get all cute and do my makeup, maybe fix my hair and whatever. So I'll legit like force myself to do these things and just, just in the hopes that will move from feeling like a piece of shit to hopefully just like chilling, you know? I'll self-tan. Self-tanning always helps me. I don't know what it is about it, but it always makes me feel better. Yeah, I'll put a little makeup on. I'm not saying you have to go crazy. I'm just saying spoil yourself in whichever way you do. If makeup isn't your thing and self-tanning isn't your thing, cool. Like do whatever you do when you normally feel good. I also try to get just like outside of myself because when I'm having like a shit body image day, it probably just means I'm like just severely in my head and I need to get the fuck out. So I will dive into something else. I'll read a book. I'll listen to a podcast, something completely not related with like body image and whatever the fuck. I just, I actively work on trying to distract my mind with the quote unquote problem at hand. I journal a lot too. I know I always bring up like gratitude lists and stuff like that, but it really just like grounds me and makes me put things in perspective and realize like your body is just like not the biggest priority right now. You know what I mean? But it's easier said than done. I will say like it really, this really does affect me a lot. So I get it. But yeah, I love to journal. I'll reflect on like how I felt the day before, how I felt the last week. Like sometimes when I think about how I felt the day before, oftentimes I felt fine the day before. And so in my head, I'm like, you see, like you're crazy. Like yesterday, everything was fine. Like nothing drastic has happened from last night to now, you know? So it just makes me kind of calms my mind sometimes. I will think about like, what has changed within the last few days that has like brought these feelings to such a low point? Like, what am I not paying attention to that maybe my mind is trying to communicate? Have I been consuming too much of some kind of content on social media or wherever that is like implicating these feelings? Can you tell I go to therapy? (laughs) Um, I'll really like try to just like think I'll try to sit with myself and think these things don't always work, okay? Like, they don't always help. These are just things I try to do. A big thing also is like, I'll tell tell someone what I'm feeling. I'll share my feelings and just be like, you know what? I'm having such a fucking shitty body image day. And sometimes, you know, I I don't always like to say that to people because like, what what can someone really say back to that? You know what I mean? But it's just about not being alone in the feeling. So yeah, I'm sorry for this like messy ass list. It just depends on the day. You know, in summary, I think 
be nice to yourself acknowledge that you're having a shitty body image day and remind yourself that like nothing has changed from the day before do not deprive yourself of food or of love and attention because you don't think that you deserve it because let me tell you you do um get yourself looking ready and looking cute even if you don't feel like it if you enjoy to work out and that's something that you know you do do it but don't do it with the mentality of i hate my body so this is what i'm gonna do because that's just rude first of all and second of all that's just like the most messed up intention and i've been there so many times and intention is everything okay work out and tell yourself you're working out because you want the endorphins and you're gonna feel really good after okay take some time out of the day journal your thoughts call someone distract yourself remind yourself that every bad day no matter what kind of bad day it is if it's a bad body image day if it's a shit whatever whatever happened it only lasts 24 hours tomorrow will be a new day but that being said don't don't throw today away to the trash yet okay try to savage savage salvage (laughs) try to save (laughs) what you can of the day because I can't tell you how many days, how many moments, like it literally makes me want to cry. How many days, how many moments, how many experiences I have missed out on in my life because I didn't feel like my body deserved to go through them. Like it's so fucked up. It's so stupid. And I still do it. I still fucking do it. And that's like a very big thing that obviously I'm working on in therapy. But, um, and in everyday life because that's the thing is like in therapy like yeah you get into it right but then every day that you're living and you're exposing yourself that's the real work right but um anyway i hope that helped (laughs) i want to share more of myself on social media etc on stories but i'm too shy any tips okay do i feel you on this it has taken me 12 years to finally get on over 12 years to get on social media and do what i'm doing now and i still feel this all the fucking time so let me just tell you you're not alone and the only thing my answer is gonna be real simple for you okay the only thing that will make you feel more ready to do it is doing it like that's it exposure work as we say in therapy it's doing it even if it's doing it in baby steps but you have to do it the more you do it, the less daunting it will be, okay? And also realize, like, people are so concerned with themselves. Most people don't give a shit what you're saying and what you're doing, and they're not going to be there scrutinizing your every move and your every word, and if they are, they need lives, okay? So just start. Um, I wish I had more tactics for you, but I feel you, I hear you, but you just got to do it. If you're feeling called to, like, share more, and if, and if you're feeling called to start a podcast, if you're feeling called to start a YouTube channel, if you're feeling called to post more photos of yourself doing whatever the fuck, or talking on stories, whatever it is, okay? If you're feeling called to do it, then you have to listen to that, you have to respect that, and you have to do it, even if it's scary, okay? And you can try it out and and see how you feel it doesn't mean you have to keep doing it if maybe you know you've done it and you're like oh no this isn't for me okay like i tried i i I thought i wanted to do this but maybe i don't that's fine it's not permanent you can just try it out everything will feel more comfortable the more that you do it and i am saying this and i need to take my own advice because there are so many things that i want to do more of that i don't do because i'm not shy but because of many fucking reasons okay so the more you do it the less scary it will be 
So just do it. I'm sorry. I wish I had like, you know, a better answer for you, but it's just, you just got to do it. Just rip the bandaid off and do it. What is the scariest thing you have faced? Uh, <laughs> so this is a very big topic that I haven't ever discussed. It's pretty, it's still pretty recent and like kind of ongoing and, and it was incredibly traumatizing so that's probably why I haven't, you know, just said it. Whatever. Okay. The scariest thing that I have faced has been witnessing a family member um, experience psychosis, which is basically when someone loses complete touch with reality. And I wish I could express everything that it was in like one word or one term, but it just like it was so much more than that and there's so many more layers of it and it's been years of it and yeah I just I think there is just like nothing more terrifying than like seeing someone completely lose their mind and looking into someone's eyes and them looking at you but like you don't see them because it's not them there you know what I mean like it's fucking scary and yeah um you know, it, it does involve someone else. Probably that's why I haven't talked about it too much, but it also just, it has really, really, really significantly impacted me and my life and we'll definitely elaborate on this as we go, but that's 1,000% the scariest shit I've ever seen. Thoughts on one-night stands, casual hookups. Okay, my thoughts on this have also changed severely over the years and I think that's normal because, you know, we we live and we learn but I think you truly need to do whatever the fuck you feel comfortable doing I think there's an insane double standard when it comes to casual hookups and sex for men and women and I think it's so irrational I think anyone regardless of what you identify as should be able to do what they please so long as they're staying safe and true to their morals that's it so you know my thoughts on this right now are I'm not really down for sleeping with people just casually um I'd much rather like actually like the person and know them and have some sort of feelings I'm not saying they have to be my boyfriend but you know my whole thing is more just like I don't care about the labels as much as I just want to feel comfortable that's it um and I don't have like rules about this anymore like you know the whole I don't know like I'm gonna wait three dates and I'm gonna wait five dates and I'm gonna wait that no like I just I just want to feel comfortable it's it's whatever I'm feeling and whatever feels right to me in the moment um if someone only wants you because they only want to sleep with you then they will you'll know that whether you wait three three dates one date or ten dates you know what I'm saying so it's like I just acknowledge that right now 99% of me is not really into just sleeping with random people no shade whatsoever to anyone who does power to everyone doing whatever the hell they want that's it yeah those are my thoughts i think just stay safe make sure you're doing what 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 you actually want to do and and if you're enjoying yourself who the fuck cares how to manage anxiety in times of coronavirus when i figure it out i'll get back to you okay <laughs> um no for real this is this is something I'm dealing with on a daily basis and I just want to preface my answer with this is not advice, okay? This is just what I've been doing um, and sometimes it doesn't even help because some things are bigger than us and that is just something that we have to understand that I can't always win against my anxiety. I can't. But 
I cannot recommend therapy enough. You guys already know how I feel about it and how life-changing it is. I cannot recommend therapy enough. You guys already know how I feel about it and how life-changing it is. You know, obviously it's different because I see my therapist now on through the computer, but like it doesn't matter to me at all because we have such a great relationship and such a great dynamic that it doesn't, you know, I still feel just as comfortable. So I'm so grateful that I am still seeing her and I've been seeing her for over six months at this point. So sometimes I can internalize what I think she'd say to me in a tough moment. Like I'll literally be like, oh, I almost said her name. Um, I would literally be like, what, what would blank say to me, you know? Um, or I don't know, I'll kind of like open up my like therapy toolbox, so to speak, and try to like utilize things that I've learned and tools she's taught me. So therapy for one. Something else that helps me manage my anxiety is having a structure. I'm just such a routine oriented person and when I am following a routine, I just feel better. I feel so much better. I still deal with anxiety, but it just feels a little bit more manageable because I have control issues (laughs) and I like to feel like everything is in control and that's what routines do for me. They make me feel like everything is controlled. So starting my mornings right uh, helps set the tone. I'm not going to get into my mornings because you guys have heard it at this point, but for sure, just like making sure my days are starting off on a good note, not even just for anxiety, but for life in general, man. Like it just, the way you start your day is life-changing, okay? Working out, moving my body, um, endorphins are real. And again, as much as I love it for physical reasons, the mental aspect of working out is huge for me. I really want to try yoga. I mean, I've tried yoga before a, a long time ago, but my therapist has been recommending it to me not to do it every day, but she's just like, you know, here and there, like a yoga class. Um, she thinks it would be really good for me. So I really want to do one soon. Journaling. This, I guess, ties into like my morning routine since I typically do it in the morning, but whenever. I fucking love a good pen to paper moment. <laughs> um, connection. This is a huge one for me, okay, because I have been actively working on this and this is 100% something that my therapist is trying to get me to do and that is to actually share when I'm having a shitty moment, sharing my thoughts, opening up more, expressing more vulnerability with the people in my life. I have a hard-ass time doing this. I feel like a lot of people um, do and I hate asking for help and I don't enjoy pouring my problems onto other people but my therapist has shown me time and time again how when you're going to your best friend and telling her about your shitty mood or your shitty day, you aren't doing it to make her solve your problems. You're merely doing it to not be in the feeling alone. So I've been trying to do this more and it it really does work. It makes me feel uncomfortable still because it doesn't come naturally to me and I apologize the entire time when I'm like bitching and venting and my best friend is truly fucking amazing and she's just always like reminding me that I have absolutely nothing to apologize for. But yeah, connect with someone. Share your feelings with someone. It doesn't matter who it is. Someone that you feel comfortable with. Um, And I've also done this you know, with you guys on social media and it's uncomfortable because I guess a big part of me is still trying to get over this need to always be perfect and to make sure that everything looks perfect and is perfect because I did that for so many years of my life that now all I want to do is the fucking complete opposite and show people that nothing is perfect and that we all have shit moments and bad days and we should normalize feelings because we all have them and 
there's a reason why we're all scared to talk about them. Well, not all. I don't want to speak for everyone, but there's a reason why so many people are scared to talk about their feelings and it's because they're so stigmatized and correlated with like negativity when it's like, no, it's just real life and there's nothing wrong with showing emotion and feelings. But again, I feel like that's been like societally tied to being quote-unquote too much and dramatic and emotional and for whatever fucking reason being emotional signifies that you're a lot and let me tell you there is nothing more beautiful than someone sharing their emotions and someone being vulnerable than someone showing parts of themselves that we don't get to see on a daily basis like I don't know I love that shit and I'm trying to peel back like layers of cement I guess that I have built around myself to like show more how did we end up here I'm sorry about this major tangent but yeah connect I don't care who it's with you know don't don't go pouring your problems onto the Starbucks barista like Kevin's just trying to get your order right (laughs) hopefully there is somebody in your life that you feel comfortable enough going to and if not dm me and I will listen and we can cry together okay what is your favorite sex position um, I just, like, I don't know what sex is. I'm not really sure what, what that is. It's been so long that I couldn't tell you. I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, okay, this question, like, I just, this is, this depends. This depends on so many things. I don't have a clear-cut answer for you, okay? Just depends the guy, depends the mood, depends the vibe, depends on the situation, where we at, you know what I mean? So tell us about the last guy you dated. Okay, I'm actually going to leave you guys hanging with this one because I'm having one of my favorite people on the podcast, one of my IG besties, if you will, and all we're going to talk about is guys. So I'm going to wrap it up here. I'm going to leave you hanging and we will get into this very, very soon. But that is it for our Q&A. I know it's a little shorter, but let me know what we think about a shorter episode here and there. Hope that it's okay. and Or let me know actually like feedback, please. Let me know what you guys like. Do you like longer episodes? Are you down for a shorter one here and there? Because I never shut up. You know what I mean? I won't get offended. Tell me, what, tell me your thoughts. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you so much. And anyone who's, who's listening, I hope you're having a beautiful day, a beautiful week. You know, I know we're riding this Corona coaster, but (laughs) one day at a time, one day at a time. So I'll let you guys go and I will talk to you next week. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.